So um, this is a few years down the road. You're feeling pretty inspired. Okay. Been kind of annoyed lately. You keep like doing this thing. It's like self-defeating thing where you're like, um, I, I have an idea for a show or idea for a movie or whatever. And you go, ah, yeah, I'll write that one day. And then like, you know, a few years later, that same idea gets used. Sure. Yeah. You had an idea. You're like, I, I want to start a TV show about a dinosaur who sings the blues. <laughs> this is my idea. Yeah. Bluesosaurus Rex. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> and you go, uh, you know, and you think to yourself, you know, I've, I have time to do this in my life. And then like a year later, then you kind of like forget about it. Then a year later, you're watching TV and there's a, uh, a TV show about this like jazz scatting um, T-Rex. And you're like, what the fuck? And it, uh, it becomes like the this huge yeah. thing. And like the, the guy who created it, he, you know, he's like a multi-millionaire. He's got a huge dick. Yeah. <laughs> it's a really similar idea to mine. So you're like, man, this sucks. So you're like, you're sick of it. And you just, this keeps happening. You had this idea. You were going to uh, write a screenplay. Uh, about a guy who uh, fights vampires in his dreams. Okay. What's it called? Uh, it's called This Sucks. <laughs> Sucks like vampire's blood, but yeah. got it. That was just a working title. You're like, I'm probably not going to name it that. But like, yeah. after, but like halfway through your screenplay... You're like, look, I know that like this is a dumb little thing I put in there, but like, I can't see this being made under any other name. Like, it becomes part of it. Okay, that is not a final draft name. No, for me, no. And, but like halfway through, you kind of like lose interest, and you're like, uh, I'll come back to this one day. Okay. And then uh, a year later, this uh, movie comes out about this guy fighting uh, dream vampires, and it's called it's called Suck on This. Yeah, that's a little better, actually. Yeah, it makes uh, five billion dollars worldwide. <laughs> the guy who wrote it, uh, like, takes over a small country, like a coup. No, they just give it to him. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, good. Good for yeah. him, I guess. It's called uh, Coolsville. <laughs> uh huh. So anyway, uh, yeah. so you're like, man, I really like if I have an idea, I got to follow through on it. You know what I mean? Like, totally. I, I just have to do this. I'm sick of people kind of not stealing my idea, but having the same idea. Then I just fuck off. You know what I mean? Yeah, it sucks. So you have an idea uh, and you decide to finally fucking follow through on it, dude. You want to invent a uh, self bouncing ball. I don't get how that's different than a than a bouncy ball. But it's a but like in your head you had this idea of just a ball that was constantly bouncing. It doesn't matter how much force is exerted or anything. It's sure. just, just going to sit there and bounce. I have the idea for a, a perpetual motion device. Yeah, but it's a ball. Got it. Uh and you like can't get it out of your head. You know what I mean? Like you'll like go to work Go do comedy, eat dinner, but all you can think about 
is this fucking this ball. self-bouncing ball. And you think about some fucking motherfucker inventing it a year from now and becoming a millionaire and you just, you know, yeah. have, you know, same shit life. So <laughs> okay, you decide you're going to fucking do it. You think about it all the time. At night, uh, when you're not dreaming of a howling void, you dream about <laughs> this fucking self-bouncing ball. Yeah. <clears throat> in your dream, it's like every time you see the ball bounce, it's like a new galaxy is born. Wow. So you decide you're going to fucking do this, and you really hunker down, and you learn how you would do that. Um, it takes a while. It definitely, uh, <clears throat> you have a few false starts. What, here, what there. goes wrong? Uh, the first time you did it, you ended up uh, uh, burning your whole apartment building down. Oh. No one knew it was you, though. That's good. Yeah. A detective showed up, and he was like, uh, he was like, I'll find out who did this if it's the last thing I do. <laughs> he turns, he walks away, he walks into a um, sewer hole. Yeah. It's false. No one ever sees him again. So, like, no one falls through <laughs> on the case, so you get away with it. Oh, cool. Got another false start. You were uh, trying to, like, make this ball, and um, you realize that uh, you didn't, you kind of weren't really paying attention. Instead of building a ball, you built a small explosive device. Oh. And you're like, uh-oh, and it blew up in your face. And it's one of the, the, that cartoon thing where, like, your hair is, like, pushed back and you're just covered in soot, but you're relatively unharmed <laughs> beyond that. And you just go, blink, blink. <laughs> yeah, very cartoony. <clears throat> yeah, so it, yeah. it's a little strange. And it's okay. kind of after that happens, like, an hour later, you're like, that was fucking weird. But, like, there's nothing you can do about it. So, uh, but eventually, like, you work on it. And you work on this, like, it becomes a thing you're obsessed with. You stop telling jokes. You stop going to work. You barely remember to eat you know because you're just obsessed with the idea of this self bouncing ball mm -hmm. finally one one night you're like discouraged <clears throat> like i've been working on this for three years i'm nowhere closer to you know being done you go man i keep fucking up on this you know i'm uh i feel like i'm letting everyone down you look over across from your workbench you see a uh, tall bottle of whiskey and you think to yourself that's never whiskey's never let me down <laughs> okay you take it <clears throat> it's made by uh it's called Lanolax whiskey. Okay, and uh, I'm a you, drinker in this. Yeah, okay. you, like you're normally you're not, but you're like you're just so fed up and you're so mad that I turn back to <laughs> turn back to drink. You turn to the drink, yeah, Lanolax whiskey, and you kind of look at it, and it says uh, ingredient, and it says ingredients, and underneath it just says "Don't ask." <laughs> okay, you pour it into a tumbler. You watch the whiskey cascade down. Into that fucking glass made of pure silver. You have like nine whiskeys. Wow. You fucking black out. You wake up. Yeah. You're like, holy shit. Like you wake up, you're sleeping on your head somehow. You're like, whoa, what a crazy night. Um, there's a lampshade on your head too. You're like, whoa. 
So you don't remember, like, I don't remember anything about last night. And you kind of hear this weird, like, dunk, dunk, boom. And you're like, what the hell? And uh, you kind of walk back into your workroom. Oh, wow. And uh, in front of you is a bouncing ball. A self-bouncing ball. Mm-hmm. I and did it. Every time it hits the, hits the ground, it goes, boink, boink, boink. But it's, that's, it's not a boink sound effect. It sounds like a voice saying boink. You're like, that's a little <laughs> odd. Uh, but you're like, uh, you're like, holy shit. And you're looking at it. You're like, I did it. Last night, I got like blackout drunk, and I invented the, the self-bouncing ball. Uh, that does sound like me. And you can't believe it. And you're like, wow, <clears throat> what a crazy uh, life this has turned out to be. What a, what a wacky thing. Yeah. And uh, there's a knock on your door. What do you do? I'd, uh, I'd look through the people. And uh, standing there is uh, this lady. She's wearing like a dark jet black suit. Yeah. Jet black sunglasses. Yellow hair pulled back. Okay. Revealing high cheekbones. It's, It's great. Great. She's tight-lipped, and smile is nowhere near her face. And I don't know what that means. What do you do? Okay. Uh, She's got an L over her heart. I think I'd, uh, I'd be like, just a second, and I'd try to hide this self-bouncing ball so that like the secret doesn't get out. Yeah, you just like when like you grab it, stops bouncing. Yeah, and uh, you kind of like just hide in your closet. Yeah, I put it in the closet or behind the shower curtain or something. Yeah, yeah. Then I I she knocks again. Yeah, and then then I open the door. She goes, uh, "Hi, Ron. Uh, My name is Kristen, and I'm from the Lanalax Corporation. Uh, May I may I come in and speak with you?" Uh, sure. Yeah, come inside. The sunlight glints off of her sunglasses. Oh, wow. <clears throat> For a second, you think to yourself, like, I don't think there's eyes behind those sunglasses. She shuts the door. Uh, she goes, hey, um, wanted to talk to you about a income earning opportunity. Okay. She goes, how about this? We'll give you... Um, $75,000. Okay. We'll give you a lab that you can uh, work on more inventions. And we will give you a $45 gift card to the Darden Family Restaurants. Perfect. She goes, and it rolls over, dude. Like, you don't have to, like... You oh. Know, like, if you, if you don't, like, spend it all in one month, it's fine. That's good for the next... 500 years guaranteed so, so the next month it'll be an 80 dollar. no it just stays 40 40 dollars okay but still a lot of food for darden and she goes all she goes all we want in return is um is the bouncy ball the self-bouncing ball she goes yep the one you invented so you're it's like a sort of like a stipend like i'm getting this grant money essentially to invent it in their lab yeah okay she goes you know, or you just tell us how you made it. She doesn't know I've invented it yet. No, she knows. How does she know? I hit it. 
Well, you look at their sunglasses and you think to yourself, almost like you think to yourself, like, wow, I bet there's nothing that can escape those sunglasses. So she wants me to sign away my invention. Yeah. For $75,000. Yeah. The gift card and uh, the science lab. Mm. And she goes, uh, suddenly she goes like, the hell? And uh, she takes out um, from her pocket a uh, can with a string on it. And a can on the other end. And she okay. throws it out the window. And she puts like her ear to it. And she goes, uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. And then she goes, oh, shit. And she goes, all right, Ron, sorry. Something's come up. And she goes, look, just think about it. I'll, I'll, I'll come back tomorrow. Like, we'll, we'll figure it out. Whatever. Okay. She closes the door. I mean, that was weird. Yeah. Two minutes later, she pops her head back in. She's like, how do I get to uh, I-35 from here? Um, I'm at my house. Yeah. Uh. I explained to her, you go down MLK. You can get on the frontage road from right there. She's like, thanks. Yeah, yeah. Closes the door. You're sitting there kind of like, that was kind of strange. And like, ah, I should go take a nap or something. And as you walk away, there's another knock on the door. I look through the peephole again. Standing there is just like this dude. You could tell he's like a, just like a random like government agent kind of guy. You know, he's just dressed like a normal government guy. You know, he's wearing like a black suit, stuff like that. Sure. Knocks again. Hey. Mr. Leckler, it's Phil <laughs> Burt. <laughs> What's Phil Burt's last name? His name is Phil Burt. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You fucking uh, hates it. <laughs> yeah, I would too. Yeah. Um, Can I talk to you real quick? I'm from the gov- I'm from the government, yeah, U.S. I'd, government. I'd answer the door. He walks in. He doesn't ask to be let in. Just walks oh, past you. He kind of like checks you with his shoulder. It's fucking rude. Yeah, and he's like, "Fucking yeah, it is." <laughs> he goes, "Look." <clears throat> he goes, um, "We know about the ball." He's like, "Look, I want to." Um, we kind of would. I think it's probably in our best interest if we control that ball. And he goes, how about I'll give you, hmm. He goes, how about $35,000 for the bouncy ball, the never-ending bouncy ball that you invented, that we know you invented? How, how is it that they know that I invented it? He goes, look, I'm paid to know. Uh, I think I would I'd push for... M- more benefits, I he think. He goes, oh, you're, fu- you're breaking my fucking balls, Ron. Yeah. He goes, look, man, these guys are up my ass so bad anyway on this. He goes, well, all right, $37,000 uh, lifetime supply of uh, Pepsi and a $35 gift card to the Darden Family Restaurants, but you got to use it by tomorrow. It's the best I can do. He's sweating so bad. I would I would explain that I got a higher offer. It's from who? From the Landlax Corporation. And I want to, I would rather give it to the government. That's my preference, but he has to make it make fiscal sense for me. His eyes eyes get so wide. He goes, wait, who 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 talked to you? Uh, she, the she, I forget her name. Uh she had yellow hair. And he goes, yellow hair? Yeah. And he goes, Oh, that must have been. Kristen. Kristen. Yeah, that was it. Snow. Oh, wow. 
And he kind of like looks to the distance. Then he kind of like looks back and he's like, oh, right. He goes, yeah, so so what do you say? No. No. <laughs> He just kind of shrugs. He's like, all right. He's like, look, think about it, okay? Like, just, I'll talk to you tomorrow. And he goes, look, you don't want to give those guys the bouncy ball. He goes, you know what they're going to do with that? No, I don't know. Tell me. He's like, well, I don't know either. I was hoping you did. Then he kind of laughs. He goes, oh, it's like Abin Costello, huh? Well, I don't don't want to give them the bouncy ball to anybody. I want to do my own enterprising thing with my invention because I'm sick of everybody taking my ideas. Yeah. So I'm not going to just hand it over this one opportunity I have to do something worthwhile, you know? A paper airplane flies in through your window and uh-huh. lands in his hand and like unravels it and looks at it and he goes, oh shit, gotta go. And uh, he goes, look, I'll be back tomorrow. He throws the paper airplane outside the door. Like he opens the door and throws it out. Yeah. He runs, jumps, grabs the bottom of the of the airplane and it fucking just flies off with him. Okay. They're all gone. Yeah. That was weird. Yeah. So you kind of just go about your day. Um, you go to tell jokes. You go to um, Cold Town Theater. Okay. To perform there. How do I do? Um, you just you're, you 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 do pretty well, man. You do well. Uh, you go there. Uh, Danny Goodwin opens up for you. <laughs> How do you do? He eats shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you come home that night and you decide like ah uh, you know I should probably you know go to bed and stuff. Yeah, I really got to think about these offers, and you're thinking to yourself, like, I don't even know, like, do I want to get rid of this bouncy ball? Like, what, like, what do I even do? I want to give it up? Like, you know, is it necessarily in better hands if the government has it? I mean, what are they going to use it for? Why does anyone want my bouncy ball? You know, you're just kind of wondering this, and you, um, you're like falling asleep. You're right on the verge of falling asleep. You look outside, and you see. Almost, it's weird because you think to yourself that you're looking at every star that has ever been in the galaxy, all of it. You can see it all outside for just a second and you're overcome with light. You're like, holy shit, what's going, you know, what's that about? And then like the, you see the stars kind of form, like they move it's, and then they form like the, the shape of like a, a, a man. This guy, kind of tall, he starts to like, his features start to come in. This is dude, tall man, cowboy hat, no shirt. And he goes, uh, hey y'all, I'm the cosmic cowboy. And he goes, can I have your bouncy ball? Um, he takes out the biggest joint you've ever <laughs> seen in your fucking life. He lights it. He inhales for what seems like a century. <laughs> Eventually, he uh, blows out smoke, just in the shape of a heart. Great. And he goes, yep, I'm the cosmic cowboy, y'all. And he goes, hey, give me the bouncy ball. I want to know what he wants it for. And he goes, um, and he goes, I can't tell y'all. And he goes, it's beyond your sphere of understanding. (laughs) 
He takes a second rip off that fucking joint. And it's weird because it was the biggest joint you ever saw. And he lit it. He lit it like a few minutes ago. Well, again, it felt like a century. But you swear the joint is somehow bigger now as he takes the second hit. Okay. The Cosmic Cowboy. Mm-hmm. This guy's not wearing a shirt. No. What do you do? He goes, you got a choice. You can do the right thing or the wrong thing. I just, I don't, I feel like the worst thing that could happen would happen if I gave it to him because I don't know what he's capable of. Everybody else is human. He's like some cosmic cowboy. So if it, if he is the wrong hands yeah, and I let the ball fall into those hands, I'm responsible then. He goes, you got any Skinnered? Any Skinnered? Like to listen to, like yeah. Leonard Skinner. Hmm? I'm not a f- fan. I'd say, I would tell him that, I guess. Yeah. Looks a little disappointing. He's, he's, so, he goes, he's, so he goes, will you give me the ball, Ron? No, I'm not going to, I'm not going to give him the ball. He takes a uh, final hit from his joint. Blows the smoke in your face. Suddenly it's like the morning. It's 9, 11 a.m. <laughs> yeah. You wake up. You're like, well, that was fucking weird. You walk into the uh, living room and uh, sitting there. It's that same woman, Kristen Snow. Those fucking sunglasses. You look at that sunglasses and like, you think of all those stars you saw the night before, mm-hmm. and you think to yourself, that would only be a speck in these fucking shades. They look nice, dude. She's just in my house? Yeah. And she goes, what's your decision, Ron? I'm not. You're like your toilet flush, uh-huh. and um, <laughs> Phil Burt walks out, and he goes, like, he goes, he's like, drying his hands like he clearly just took a huge shit in your bathroom and he goes yeah what he goes he goes yeah what's your decision ron <laughs> and he goes also um where's your plunger he goes, I, he goes i took it sorry i took a huge shit and stopped <laughs> up your toilet i'd i'd tell him where the plunger is he goes all right he goes to get so she's like so what's your uh who are you gonna go with is the cosmic cowboy also there? He's gone. You get the feeling like you had your chance and you blew it. That sucks. Yeah. I was going to give it to him. I did trust him the most. Yeah. So I essentially have to pick between the United States government. Or the Landlands Corporation, yeah. You hear uh, Phil Burt in the, in the bathroom. You hear him just be like, ah, fuck! <laughs> what happens? He just, he just yells, oh, no! <laughs> So I, do I choose now? Yeah. Who do you give it to? I would give it to I would give it to the government. Yeah. So you 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 walk into the bathroom and uh, he's just like on the ground. He's like bleeding. He's okay. he's like yeah you know like you hear like the, the toilet flush. He goes yeah okay I fixed it but oof. he goes that was rough. And he goes, anyway, so you're going to give me the fucking ball or what? And I'm not. (laughs) Yeah, I decided I'm going to give I'm going to give you the ball. He's like, oh, fuck. Yeah, bitch. 
And uh, he's, he stands up and he's like, all right, you'll get the check for the money and the gift card and stuff. And he goes, thanks, man. You're really doing me a solid. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, uh, takes uh, the bouncy ball and he leaves. As he walks by uh, Kristen Snow, he l- just looks at her and he just goes like, uh, he goes like, better luck next time. And then he goes, oh, he like leaves. And you're like, what? And then he walks, he sticks his head back in and he goes, oh, I forgot. There won't be a next time. Please. <laughs> So she kind of just like looks at you and she's just like, well, Ron, you made your choice. Mm-hmm. And she goes, in this world of uh, increasing gray that we live in, moral ambiguity, at least I can say that you made your choice. Uh, she lifts her sunglasses and uh, there's like a kind of like a two voids where I should be. You get sucked into uh, her eyes. Oh no! And you wake up in a different plane of existence. <laughs> Is it shitty over there? It's so shitty. <laughs> you show up. You're instantly compressed down. It's like a weird dimensional uh, place that you got sucked into. You get crushed, and uh, it crushes you for the next. Uh, 10 million years. That sucks. You slowly, slowly get crushed, and it hurts so bad. Finally, at the end of uh, the 10 million years, you breathe your last breath as you're finally crushed into oblivion. <laughs> and you die. It <laughs> really sucks. Crushed to death in the wrong dimension. I didn't know if I gave it to the government that they were just going to leave me alone and my house with this woman yeah with well, the portal eyes yep well and as soon as he left um he was like oh, this is kind of cool and he uh like bounced it and it bounced up so high it uh knocked a plane out of the sky and uh the plane came down and crushed him <laughs> it exploded were there a bunch of people on the plane Four, yeah uh 600 people die as you're being crushed in a different dimension <laughs> okay 